0: This is Share Your Story, a podcast about teaching and learning, hosted by Scott Lewis, an instructional technology coach from Winchester, Virginia. Welcome to Episode 2. In this installment, I sit down and talk with Molly Major and Jacob Hackett about gamification. All right, guys, thank you very much for coming in. I wanted to talk with you guys about uh, gamification, what you're doing in your classrooms. So what does gamification actually mean?
1: Well, I think that based on the conference we went to, of course, gamification is taking games, essentially, and applying them to your lessons and not just having them be something fun when you have the last 15 minutes of class, but making them educational so students are learning while they're also playing a game. Um, So that's probably what I would say gamification is to me.
0: Yes. Mr. Hackett, can you explain kind of what you're doing in your classroom? So every day in my class, we have a, a competition where... I have them set up in their
2: groups or their teams and then they you know compete over the problem so it's getting them right the first time gets you points getting them right the second time might get you less points but it's whoever can score the most points you know in a given classroom could earn extra credit or other rewards so this gamification really just goes perfectly with what i'm already doing in the classroom
0: pretty cool and uh miss major how about you
1: um, so currently this year, my classroom is Harry Potter themed. Um, so I have all my tables set up um, or my desk set into the four house tables. And then back in the beginning of September, we had like a whole sorting day with the breakout EDU box. And so students were sorted into their houses. And so for the whole year, even if they don't like people they're with, that's okay. Um, for the whole year, they're going to be working with that specific team, um, whenever we do activities and things like that. So we just did that with um, Spanish 2 with their town units. They had to create towns with their houses. Um, But whenever students um, get A's or if they win a game, things like that, they also earn house points. Um, And so at the end of the semester, we're going to do a prize for the house and the lean. at the end of the year, we're going
2: to do another prize.
0: So far this year, what's worked with what you're doing? I'd say, I mean,
2: with the teams, I have so much freedom to kind of just try anything and then the kids always go for it because they have that drive to to actually want to beat everybody else in the room um you know specific to gamifications i've i've tried a couple different things and it's just been one of those like wow that was really easy to make and i just got my kids to do 70 review problems (laughs) and they they didn't even realize it and all of a sudden it's like everybody's scoring points and everybody loves it and it's just a lot of fun
0: so So you're saying it's really helped your engagement levels and student interest? Absolutely, yeah. How about you, Mrs. Major? What's worked so far?
1: I would say the same thing. Having... I put the house points on the bulletin board in my classroom. So every day they come in, if they see that they're in the lead or who's closer and stuff like that, they're like, Oh, Hufflepuff really needs to step it up guys. Even if they've never read Harry Potter, they don't know what a Hufflepuff is. They are very excited about how they are now currently in the lead by two points over Gryffindor. Um, So having that kind of sense of, we are a team and we're going to work together, um, especially with students, since it was random, the people that they're with, um, since they might not be students that they would have initially worked with at the beginning of the year and seeing them kind of develop relationships in their house tables.
0: What are some things you guys want to improve on?
1: Well, one of the things that um, the presenter at the gamification conference did um, every single day, and I don't know if I can do this just yet. It's going to take, it would take a while, but every day in his classroom is a game. And that's how he teaches his units is through a game. So for the whole, like um, he was doing the Scarlet Letter, that whole unit, it like it was kind of a and d thing where they were making their own um, Puritan character, and they had to kind of work their way through this world. And they had to roll dice to see what kind of um, talents their character had. Um, and so that was amazing. I don't know if I'm there yet. <laughs> uh, I think it would take a lot of practice. But um, something that I would like to keep working on is just being able to take – games, not just as the final review game. We got ten minutes, let's play a quick game of mm-hmm. vocab words, but actually making a game part of the unit and that's how they're gonna kind of learn some of their concepts right. in the class.
2: Okay. I, I I see the same same thing. Like it's it's hard to break out of our comfort zone and try the new things, but but seeing how the new things are are really engaging is is definitely making me want to do more. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of those times where it's like, okay, here's this boring worksheet, but you've got to you've got to learn the procedure. I think right. that could really benefit from a game where they're actually going through and taking mm-hmm. taking some uh, ownership of it and being like, oh yeah, we need to do better. Yeah.
1: And then one game that the presenter talked about um, with just doing uh, problems like that, it was it was called Pokemon Catchem, and so they're basically pokeball easter eggs and they had the problems inside and there was just a big box up at the front and so you had to have one runner go up get an uh, egg come back and so i mean they all you were doing was just answering math problems which well i wasn't because i'm terrible at math yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> <But> <laughs> everyone else in my group was answering the math problems um but that's all it was just a worksheet he said he just cut out the problems and just put them in the easter eggs and that right. was but like we were into it like because we yep. were like he was running back and forth grabbing the easter eggs we're like hey what's it say and
2: I actually, I actually did that one. Mm -hmm. And instead of putting them Easter eggs, I just put them all in a basket and said, you know, pick one, go back to your seat. Mm -hmm. And that was one where it was like, you know, if I give the kids 20 problems to do and and 20 minutes to do them after 10 minutes, they just sit there and talk for a little bit and they they get distracted. Well, that was 20 minutes of just like, oh, no, we need to do this, you know, and Mm -hmm. they're going through the steps. And it was super easy to make. (laughs) I mean, literally, you just cut out the problems and then, you know, crumble them up and throw them in a box. Mm-hmm. And then I even put a few, like, try-agains in there. Uh-huh. So you see the kids, like, they're running back to their seat and they open up the paper and they're like, oh, man. And then they run back <laughs> up and grab another one. So, it, yeah, it was it was one of those, like, wow, that really worked. And that was, mm-hmm. like, I could do that with every single worksheet. right just cut exactly. out the problems. Yeah.
0: Right. So it can go from, from something as simple as, you know, just that with, like, relatively little planning to, Exactly. You know, so it doesn't elaborate. have to be the whole unit is okay. this
1: pokemon theme or whatever
0: so do you guys have any pointers for like teachers that might want to try this
1: i would say probably start small so um whenever he was presenting how he does every single day as a game we were like well how do i have time for like where am i (laughs) gonna do this i can just start that tomorrow um and he kind of even said like i've been doing this for a while now so i have this you know kind of stash built up of ideas um but i would say kind of start small take maybe just one lesson or half a lesson or something like that and kind of figure out how you could make some kind of game out of it. Even if it's just something like, um, doing that, you know, there's cards up at the top and you got to go get one and come back and solve it. Um, I just did a QR scavenger hunt based on what he said, uh, the other week and actually went really well too. So I was proud of that. Um, but yeah, it, it wasn't hard to do. So just start small and then kind of start to spread out
2: from there. All right. Mm -hmm. I I would agree. Just, Start with something. You gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta try something different. Um, and a lot of times you go to these professional developments and then it's like really intimidating because the guy had all of these icons and superheroes mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and stories and everything was really nice. And it was one of those like, wow, I'm not, there's no way I'm gonna have enough time to do that. And then like the Pokeballs, he mm-hmm. put every problem in a Pokeball. Well, mm-hmm. you know, just take a piece of paper and crumble it up and throw it in a basket. And then all of a sudden you have the same idea and you can use the same game and you're still, you know,
0: changing things up in the classroom. Okay. So is there anything that, you know, you're itching to try?
1: The way he did a whole unit out of a game by making a character and then having to work through different, like, setups of the game that he made. Um, I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to apply that yet to Spanish, but I really want to So that's kind of like... End goal there is to have like a yeah. whole unit just be a big game that you play for like a week long or something like so that. Some big and
0: Dungeons and Dragons exactly. adventure. And-
1: <laughs> you have to make your own character for Spanish and somehow work through that.
2: I don't know if I'll ever get to the whole <laughs> unit uh, as as a character, but um, the the different stations, the what was it, the the QR mm-hmm. race we did at the beginning, that uh, that I'm I'm interested in trying because you know, I could make it each a different review or, Mm -hmm. or some sort of station set up. So,
1: yeah, and it was very similar. The first thing we did was very similar to a breakout edu box, Okay, but instead of having to have like codes that you have to break on the, um, locks and making up clues for that, it was just more so you had to go to different stations and complete that task. Okay. And then he was keeping track of it. So he was putting up like, Oh, um, Team Harley Quinn right now is in the lead, so you could see where you were falling behind. Like, guys, we got to step it up because, you know, we're Team Batman. Harley Quinn's all the way up there. Um, So, like breakout EDU box, but instead of having to have specific numbers and words, it was just you have to complete this activity.
0: Okay. So, you mentioned a QR code scavenger hunt. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've seen the QR codes up all all around (laughs) the school. So when kids get to those various stations, mm-hmm. is there an activity that they have to scan and complete there before they go to the next one?
1: Yeah. So on the paper, there were uh, four QR codes. So basically, um, in Spanish, too, we were learning about the town and then directions are like go to the right for two blocks and then go straight and then turn here. Um, so I wanted to incorporate that in the school. And I also made a Harry Potter theme by making the school of the map. The Marauders map. Um, <laughs> just, I just glued that on the back. <laughs> um, there were eight locations, and each house had to go to those locations in a certain order. I made them different, so that way Hufflepuff couldn't just be like, well, let's just follow Ravenclaw and see where they're going. Um, so they had to go in different orders, and then whenever they'd get there, they would have to take a picture with their group holding up which number station they were at. So if they were at the first oh, okay. station, they'd hold up a number one, so that way they didn't just disperse around the school. Um, and then they would scan their code. Some of them would be in English and say, like, go to the weight room, and then someone, they'd scan it, it would say, put your back to the door, and then, like, go down right two blocks, and then turn left, and then go straight and keep going, um, and so they had to use those directions to figure out where they were going to go to the next location, Okay, um, and then take another picture. Very cool. Yeah.
0: Anything you guys want to add?
1: Uh, basically, kind of what we said earlier, I would say definitely give gamification a shot, because it is really fun, and it's cool seeing how into, how into it your students get and how excited they can be about just learning something simple.
0: Thank you for listening to Share Your Story. Please consider subscribing to the podcast, which can be found on Podbean and Apple Podcasts. You can connect with me on Twitter at ScottLewisITC. Please note that the opinions expressed or endorsements given are solely those of the participants and not necessarily those of Frederick County Public Schools.